If you're a real estate agent and you're tired of cold calling, door knocking, and spending money on ads, then subscribe to this podcast. We discuss leveraging the power of YouTube for your real estate business and how these strategies earned us over $1 million in GCI our first year in real estate. My name is Levi Lassick and my partner is Travis Plum. Let's get started. All right. Well, let's get started. We'll get this kicked off and uh, get rolling. And so uh, today we're going to be discussing, discussing, (laughs) see, you know, simple mistakes, simple, you know, we mispronounce things all the time. Doesn't matter. Just uh, move forward. You know, now that's the cool thing about filming and editing either. Uh, you know, you can edit that out or, you know, sometimes we play it up a little bit in our videos, but you know, you think about it, uh, so many people I talk to that come into clubhouse, you know, definitely talk to me about being nervous or getting started on camera. And I'm always thinking, well, I think clubhouse is really, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me. It's, you know, clubhouse is a live stage when you think about it that's the reason they call it the stage when you come up to speak you are on stage you have an audience and depending on how many people are in the room i mean you know a lot of people have spoken in clubhouse to audiences a lot larger than than they might ever get the opportunity at a live event or something but you know, uh, we don't get any do-overs. Uh, we we uh, we can reset. I've, I hear people say that all the time. Oh, let me reset. Or you know, sometimes we just lose our train of thought. But that's okay. It's all natural. It 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 just you know makes us human. It's what happens. You know, the the best speakers in the world have been practicing that you know forever, uh, long times. But I, I know I know several speakers that have been in the game for 10, 20 years and still sometimes mess up on stage or forget their train of thought or something like that. So, you know, it happens. But otherwise, uh, we wanted to talk about uh, getting started on YouTube today. Kind of like, again, I think for some of you, this will be a review. But for others, we want to kind of uh, share just some really quick, simple steps. If you're considering now getting started on YouTube, moving forward, you know, you're saying, all right, this is the time for me right now. It's time to go ahead and make that move. Well, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, we're really good friends with Sean Cannell, Benji Travis. Uh, Sean Cannell's from Think Media. His tagline is, you, you just got to press record, which I believe in that uh, wholeheartedly. You do have to press record. Uh, but I also believe in having a little bit of a plan in place in the first place. You know, there's a very famous book out there, Ready, Fire, Aim, you know, which the premise behind that really is to just uh, take action, you know, uh, press record, just do it, just get going. Uh, and I do believe in that, but that's also a mentality that I've pers- I've, I've lived by uh, almost my whole life. And the thing is, is that if you don't put in a plan sooner rather than later, I think that typically leads uh, to things possibly falling apart later on down the road. I mean, at some point, you have to have a vision, you have to have an understanding, you have to have a plan for what it is you want to do and what you want to accomplish. Uh, some people look at that as goals, you know, uh, outlines, business plans, whatever the case may be. Maybe you do just get started. Maybe you do just film and start recording videos. But uh, at the same time, I would caution against that because I believe the first step in getting started on YouTube, ideally, is to research, uh, you know, to really dig in to understand, first of all, the platform. You know, these these platforms are very powerful. Uh, from the producer side and a lot of us are used to looking at it from the consumer side 
And if that's the case, then then you know, especially us forty year forty year olds, uh, forty year olds, <laughs> forty year old range and above. Yeah, if you're in that forty year old uh, year old age range and above, that's what I was trying to say. Age range. Uh, if you're at that forty year old age range and above. You know, we have this love-hate relationship with social media. We didn't grow up with it in high school, um, probably wasn't there in college either. Maybe it came around in your late 20s, um, early 30s. You know, that's whenever it started to come around at that time. And then, of course, when it came out, we were like, okay, it's just a bunch of people bragging and posting their lunch and silly cat videos. Uh, so we didn't really see much relevance into it. Maybe, yes, we got an account eventually. We were probably late adopters where we're like, okay, finally I'll get a Facebook account because everybody else has one. Yes, all right. Um, you know, but we never really understood it. We just got into it and, again, started to kind of see the, everything on the surface from, uh, from a consumer side, you know, and that's what we were treating it as, as consumers. And then, you know, over the last several years, we're watching all the 20- and 30-year-olds uh, come into the game and start to make money, <laughs> start to make big money, good money, decent money, big money, outrageous money, all, on, all through social media. And, you know, so we go, okay, well, maybe we've got to take this a little bit more seriously now. So, so that's the thing is that, uh, uh, you know, we look at that now and we're like, okay, all right, well, I'll get started. And a lot of people will just get started and that's what I would just caution against of, uh, yes, I do believe in that. I do believe action, <laughs> you know, can trump a lot of things, can overcome a lot of uh, situations. But ultimately, you've got to have some sort of plan in place. And I think that's what really helped me get off to a really good start was researching, researching, really trying to understand the platform first as a whole. You know, um, how does it work? You know, uh, what 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 are the guidelines what are the principles what are the fundamentals what are the foundations of the platform how does that all work and guess what <laughs> there's books out there about these types of things so you know going back to sean cannell benji travis i think they've got one of the best books out there uh youtube secrets so i'd highly recommend getting that especially the second edition they just did an, um, an update on youtube secrets and spoiler alert, uh, you know, uh, Travis and I are actually mentioned in that book, which is really cool because, what, you know, two years ago, it was one of the best books I picked up at the time. And, and now, now two years later, <laughs> we're actually in that book, something that I would have never seen happen at all whatsoever. But that came through taking massive action and getting results. But, you know, they, they talk about the fundamentals and principles of the platform. That's really what kind of started my creative juices going whenever I was researching which social platform did I want to start out on because even though everybody might say you've got to be on every single platform uh, you know you need to be everywhere all the time to reach as many people as possible I just I don't really buy into that because I'm, I my belief is, is that if you try to get started on five different platforms at once you're gonna end up putting 20% effort into five different platforms. You know, you'll can you ever really master one or or achieve mastery at one if you're sitting there trying to uh, do everything on five different platforms? I think that's very difficult to do. So I understood that from the beginning for myself, and I really wanted to dig in and dive in on one platform. Uh, that's what I wanted to do because I knew if I could figure out one platform you know, a lot of the fundamentals and principles can apply to the other platforms and it'll be a lot easier at that time 
once I gain momentum and traction on one, it's a lot easier at that time to, to then spread out to other platforms. So that was something that, that I wanted to just work on building up to was, was mastering one platform. You know, YouTube was actually my last choice. And once I started to dig into YouTube, that's, uh, you know, like YouTube Secrets was the book that really started to help me understand that that it uh, is a search engine, you know, not a social media platform. So again, you know, looking at the other platforms never really set well with me. I actually looked at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, because that's where, you know, most people were telling me to, to go to in 2020. Um, so I did, you know, those were the platforms I looked at, but they just didn't really fit with my personality at the time. I just didn't think it was something that I can do. Plus what I noticed was that it, to me, it seemed like a lot of seasoned agents, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years in the business that were giving a lot of educational content, you know, talking about their experiences, their stories, and uh, they had a lot of them and I had none because I haven't even hadn't even completed a transaction yet so you know could I read about a VA loan and regurgitate that information on a video yeah absolutely but that it just didn't seem authentic to me um, uh, so even though I, I'm a veteran and I've gone through the VA loan process myself so that would probably be something I would feel comfortable talking about but you know just kinda going through um, going through all the different things that I saw other agents really talking about or sharing their experiences or their stories and I just thought well I don't have any of that yet so I'm not sure if these are the platforms for me and that's why I just kinda kept digging around you know and once I looked at YouTube started to uh, dig into YouTube then that's where I realized okay it's a search engine and I bought really about eight different marketing books I mean you can look up YouTube marketing and you'll find several books out there but uh, I went through a lot of them are very basic um, you know and you can always pick up something from something you know so uh, as you read through this stuff you can always learn about it but but the thing is is that uh, I just I just uh, something clicked with me with YouTube secrets where it was like okay this kind of makes sense uh, I think you know I, I started that in uh, August September of 2020 reading you know doing the research YouTube formula did not come out I think until January of 2021 I believe uh, if I'm correct around that time frame and whenever that came out that would be the other the second book I would recommend and the reason I'm rec recommending books right now is because I just do, I, I they're a good foundation <laughs> you know I think they're a good foundation uh, plus it gives you something tangible uh, you know in your hands that you can highlight you know read through read you know two or three times go back double check you know write some jot some notes down and so that really helps build the base so when you get into research don't get into analysis paralysis this is something that we all know we can end up doing is we can over research and over learn and uh, just overextend ourselves and then also never take action so I'm not talking about researching uh, yourself to death there either what I'm talking about is uh, really be very intentional about what you're researching and that's where I like to say that you can you know hyper learn any subject in 60 days so once you dig in and you start really understanding the platform you know that's where 
you know, you go through those books, you, you jot down the notes, things that make sense to you, uh, you know, and then from there you're going to go to YouTube. And YouTube you're going to check out different channels uh, like Think Media, like uh, D. Nimmin, Nick Nimmin, Roberto Blake, um, Channel Makers, uh, let me see... Um, yeah, TubeBuddy. You could look at TubeBuddy. You could look at video influencers. You know, there's several more channels you could look at of uh, creators that teach YouTube. Daryl Eaves, you know, who wrote YouTube Formula, um, you know, teach a lot of stuff about YouTube. In addition to that, you can look at creators in general. Look at creators, uh, any creator, really doesn't matter, but you could start looking in the real estate space or you could look at any of those creators or you could look at. Um, you know, even Mr. Beast, you know, even though he has really nothing to do with real estate, you can still look at how people create their videos, you know, how they uh, film things, you know, how they position their cameras. So you start to pick that, those types of things up. Plus, it also makes uh, Netflix a whole different <laughs> ball game. If you, if you love Netflix, you know, next time you log into Netflix, just keep in mind that everything you see on the, the home screen of Netflix is a thumbnail. You know, that is a thumbnail. And look at the pictures and the words and what do they have on there that actually grabs your attention to make you think about watching something on Netflix. And how many times uh, have we gone on to Netflix and, and just scrolled around and looked at thumbnails for 20 to 30 minutes first and then ended up watching trailers. And then next thing you know, you're like, well, an hour, hour and a half has gone by, and all I did was <laughs> look at a hundred thumbnails, watched eight different trailers, and still didn't decide on watching anything. Uh, but you know, look at those thumbnails, look at the trailers. If you start to watch uh, content, that's where you'll you'll start to see how they film, you know, how they angle the cameras, uh, you know, changes, things like that. So all of this kind of comes in your research, but ultimately. If you dig in over the next 60 days, um, you start to watch these creator videos uh, about YouTube. You you read the books, and then and then uh, this is where you move into step two. And I'll say oh, number three, the third book you should absolutely get is of course Passive Prospecting, uh, which not out just yet, but I would definitely add Passive Prospecting to the list. You can go to passiveprospecting.com and uh, sign up to, to be notified when we do release the book. We will um, be releasing that probably where, probably in the February timeframe is what we're told right now is our timeline. So a lot of behind the scenes that still have to go on, um, but that's a, I'm super excited about that because it is really, really dialed in, I believe, on um, you know the first nine chapters talking about the principles and fundamentals of YouTube and why I believe it's the best marketing platform out there especially for not just real estate agents but small business and then the last five chapters are going to be dedicated to how to you know actual steps and processes and things to do to to get started and so that will be a blueprint i think one of the first of its kind uh, out there because yes youtube formula and youtube secrets great to understand the platform but they don't necessarily have a kind of a step-by-step -step guidebook in there um, so you know so that's just something that I would definitely go to passiveprospecting.com you can sign up to be notified when we release that but super excited about that and I I do hope that 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 becomes um, in the same category or the same 
you know, uh, mentioned in the same categories along with those two books, that would be a, a tremendous honor and, and that's the goal. Um, so once you research, you know, then I would build out your business plan and actually build a business plan. So that would be number two. You know, if you treat YouTube like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. If you treat YouTube like a business, it'll pay you like a business. And that's really the case in any of these platforms. I think they're all very, they're all very powerful. Uh, you know, ours is YouTube. Uh, that's our choice of platform primarily. But I know several people that do well on Instagram and TikTok, even Facebook, you know, but uh, they have a, a, an understanding of those platforms. They they get it. They've, they've done the research. They've dug in and dug into those platforms. And so... You know, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, so write out your business plan. You know, once you start watching these channels, uh, you're going to take a lot of notes, a lot of information, and, you know, piece all that together. And this is where you have to organize all of those thoughts and notes and, and be able to, uh, you know, position them into a plan of action. And this is where you're going to start curating all that information. And, you know, keep in mind about what they say about publishing times, you know, consistency, you know, um, times of days, you know, all that type of stuff. And just keep in mind that, that it's all an experiment anyway. So in the beginning, you can plan all of that out. And I think that's really critical so that you have a good understanding of what to do next. Because that's the thing, whenever I started out, I didn't really question for the first three months what what am I going to do next it was already a part of my business plan so if I'm gonna shoot you know two or three videos a week or publish two or three videos a week what does that look like what are the videos it, it wasn't just like hey let me just start with a, a video um, talking about myself publish that and then I'll figure out what the next video is you know and that's where a lot of people make mistakes is they film one video they get super excited and they say okay I've got to get that got to get this out there as soon as possible because it's gonna go viral and, and make me a lot of money and the case is is that oh that's not really the case not really the case so um, you know if you film that one video great but if you don't have the second or third ready to go I would just hold it I would be patient but this this has to all be part of your plan and so uh, as you're doing that, you're going to write these types of things out. Okay, first of all, figure out how many videos per week do I want to publish? What am I going to commit to myself? Because whatever I commit to myself right now, I'm going to stick with it. I have to. It has to become a non-negotiable. You know, so if I'm going to do two videos a week, that, that's it. That's what I'm committing to. If it's going to be three, I have to commit to that. So what are those videos going to be? When am I going to publish them? Is it going to be... Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Is it going to be Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays? Is it going to be Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays? It's going to be at 7 p.m. at night, 6 p.m. at night, Saturday. Now, the thing is, is that on YouTube, um, you know, does it really matter in the beginning? Well, you don't have much of an audience, uh, if any at all, so maybe not so much. moving or researching an area probably 
evenings, right? Uh, maybe on the weekends, uh, maybe Sunday night, you know, um, because when people got to make moves, think about it, they're probably busy during the day, work, school, kids, you know, all kinds of stuff, family. And then when they get home at night or, uh, you know, after dinner, they're going to start researching. That's probably likely when it's going to happen unless they have flexibility during the day. But you got to think about the majority of people. Are they going to be researching Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon? Uh, probably not. You know, maybe not as much. Uh, Saturday or Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon? Mm, probably not as much, but maybe Sunday night because as the new week approaches, you know, deadlines are approaching, uh, decisions are approaching, and they've got to get the information they're looking for. So, so think about that in the beginning. And if I'm going to publish, uh, you know, three times a week, just pick something and stay stick with it for you know, the first month or two, uh, unless you get a sense that you want to try something out. Or if you're going to publish three times a week, try something out for the first two weeks, switch it up to the, the following two weeks. You know, going back and forth like that, changing up times of days and things like that, I don't think really makes a big impact. Now, maybe maybe if you wanted to put on your banner, you know, new videos every Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, will that help in the beginning? It could. You know, it could give people a very clear understanding of of when you're publishing a course, when to check it out, of course, because even though, yes, people subscribe and get notifications, a lot of the times audience uh, don't subscribe. You know, they could, they could watch your channel for a month or two or three sometimes and never be subscribed to the channel. Uh, it just, you know, they check it out whenever it pops up in their on their home screen or something like that. But if you put that on your banner, hey, new videos every Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, you know, that can help condition your audience but at the same time you are committing to that and I would highly recommend that you stick around to that commitment because you don't want to put that up there if if you start uh, faltering from that within two three or four weeks so if you want to keep it generic new videos every week you know something like that I think that that's okay and if you want to experiment again you won't really know until about 20 or so videos into your channel whenever YouTube will then tell you when your audience is uh, you know on the platform at certain times uh, you know and for us it's pretty consistent you know it's Sundays Sundays through Thursdays if we publish around 7 p.m. that's where we're likely going to capture a majority of our audience now have we conditioned them for that as well possibly so because we've pretty much stuck with that but we've tried all different ways we've tried Mondays Wednesdays, Fridays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays, um, Tuesdays, Thursdays, uh, all different ways. You know, try publishing at 8 a.m. Saturday morning, noon on Saturday, noon on Sunday, you know, noon or evening on Sunday. So, and it's just, it's different. We haven't really correlated anything to, you know, a specific day of the week. Um, I mean, Thursday night videos do seem to, to do pretty well. Sunday nights we're doing well until they weren't doing so well so again you know just things change uh, at, all, at all times but ultimately the consistency is really critical and so that's something else that you want to figure out in your plan so as you've once you've researched now you've built out your plan so uh, you know and part of your plan is what videos do you want to shoot so that is something else is that don't get don't guess from every video to every video you don't have an audience in the beginning so it's it's going to be difficult 
to determine what do they want except you can determine that by search results so if you do if you search uh, and this is something that we've always talked about is that it's very easy to to research uh, you know suburbs and look at the most ranked suburbs in your area and of course you know for us we think that Frisco well Frisco probably is the most popular suburb in Dallas but you know Plano has about 200,000 more searches per month than Frisco so if we want to get found sooner rather than later uh, will making videos on Frisco help? Absolutely. Um, making videos on Plano first well giving us 200,000 more views of an opportunity to probably get found quicker so you know can we make a Plano then a Frisco then a Plano then a Frisco? Sure uh, why not you know uh, but still that's the thing is that you know research and look at um, you know rank all your suburbs and figure out what's the most search because that search audience is out there and that's going to help get found soon uh, help you get found sooner rather than later is because there's people there you just have to put yourself directly in front of them and that's going to help bring more eyeballs to you very quickly so you know the thing is is that have an understanding of okay well if I've got Frisco and Plano and and Prosper these are my three main suburbs okay well what are the four main video types um, I've mentioned this all, all the time on our stage talks you know there's four main video types that are very simple that pretty much work in any type of market and that's a vlog tour you know a map tour a neighborhood tour and then um, or a vlog tour map tour then you have um, top um, tops you know list videos basically and why am I uh, thinking about the uh, blog vlog tour map tour then we do um, Chrissy why am I drawing a blank on that third one pros and cons yeah pros and cons that's right um, pros and cons yeah the most basic of them all really <laughs> so uh, anybody can do pros and cons uh, top uh, list videos you know top five this top six that top seven this top eight that or something like that you know list videos so those four main video types um, really very simple and that's something to that that you could start to you know if you have you have three different suburbs times four videos that's 12 videos right there so so if you think about that you're like okay well if I'm gonna publish three times a week that give that gives me my first um, that gives me my first month's worth of content and so you know that kinda of transitions over into step number three which is to film a month's worth of content before you even get started uh, or I mean before you publish so uh, that way if you've picked out your top three suburbs you got those four videos and you wanna focus on that then you film those those 12 videos and therefore uh, that's good to go and ready because you want to get those all scheduled out and once they're scheduled then the, number one that's peace of mind it relieves a lot of pressure uh, and then also you know that you're you're uh, scheduled a month in advance and so from there you can say okay well uh, once I get ready to publish that first video guess what I have to do now I gotta start making the next 12 videos but I've got a month's a month's worth of a buffer built in so that I can I can get that taken care of and the the now the thing is with that is is the reason you want to do that is because uh, once we start publishing content 
guess what happens? Everything happens, right? Life happens, health happens, um, real estate happens, family happens, and and if you uh, aren't careful, then nothing will happen. And this is where a lot of people, you know, make that mistake of publishing their first video or two, but that's all they filmed, and then you know something comes up. It could be family, health, uh, just whatever. You know, we know it happens all the time. Things come up, and then next thing we know, we're like, oh, wait a second, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I need to. Um, I need to, you know, get going, you know, <laughs> I need to publish something and then you're, you're stuck and you're behind. So, uh, that's the, what, that's what you don't want to happen. And you don't want to, uh, miss a week or two, your second or third week. And so that way, um, you know, you just want to keep focus on, on being able to publish content, being scheduled out in advance. And then that way, um, you know, you'll be good to go. So once you do that, once you get that all set up and ready to go, then consistency is going to be very critical. So that's the fourth step is consistency is king, or we say content is king and consistency is queen. So therefore, um, you know, once you, you stay consistent on that, that's how you do that is by publishing a month's worth in advance. Uh, then, and you know, is, is a month the right number? Well, it's just a recommendation, right? It's just a recommendation. So, you know, I don't know, you know, two, three weeks, uh, whatever type of buffer you feel comfortable with. Uh, the reason I just recommend a month is because we've just seen it time and time again. Um, even at two weeks, you know, two weeks can go by very quickly. So if you, you schedule out two weeks worth of content, it's going to come up very quickly. And next thing you know, um, it can be right on top of you. And so what does that do? That, that creates that pressure, that concern, and that's whenever we start to compromise on, on quality and, and things like that. And so it's better to just find your momentum and, and find your pace there. Once you stay, con you know, once you've done that, you know, the fourth step being consistent really comes down to scheduling and uh, figuring out what's your game plan. You know, what, uh, how are you going to stay consistent? And so that, that should be part of your business plan as well, which is, okay, um, when am I going to film? Am I going to film uh, one video uh, or three videos each week, you know, film one video on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday? Um, or am I going to uh, take Friday morning and film all three videos Friday morning? Am I going to do that Monday afternoon, Tuesday afternoon? When's the, when's the you know, when's the time of your business that seems like there's the least amount of things going on. Uh, it could be a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, you know, if you're working with clients, typically they, they want to see homes on the weekends or, or possibly the evenings. So maybe Tuesday afternoon is one of those those downtimes where it's like, all right, I could block off Tuesday afternoons and, and film my three videos that day. And then I do that and I'm done. And so all I've got to do is do that for the next, um, you know, every Tuesday, get that month built up and then just stay consistent on those Tuesdays. Uh, for me, uh, right now, Fridays is is just a easier time frame. It seems like if we're traveling or uh, conferences, things like that, they, they typically seem to be on the front end of the week, um, sometimes on the back end. It's just hard to time that stuff, but but Fridays is a, is a day that I like to block out, you know, and that's where I can knock out quite a bit during that time frame. Um, sometimes, or even at the end of the day, if I'm at the home office, I'll just record a video at the end of the day. And so as long as I'm, I'm scheduled out and am I maintaining the month in advance at this point, 
Mm, not so much. <laughs> More like at uh, two weeks, uh, one to two weeks, give or take. And that's just because of the uh, the amount of travel and things like that that I've been involved in. It's uh, that makes that does make it very challenging. So that's the other thing is, you know, if you're traveling, vacationing, uh, conferences, things like that. That's why filming in advance is so important because you know travel schedules can can really get you thrown off. So so that's something to keep in mind. So once you do that, consistency is going to be critical um, for that point forward. So. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. So those are really kind of the, the four main steps. Of course, I would also say the, the last step, <laughs> the final step, uh, you know, and this is something that, you know, we, we've put together uh, a whole course on this, uh, and that would be something that I would, I would recommend. You know, the thing is, is that uh, it's a shortcut. You know, I, I've gone through several courses in my life, uh, still get courses right now. Um, you know, when I want to learn something, to me it's the fastest track um, to go through something. I still invest in mentorships, uh, mentorships, coaches, um, all of that. All of that is an investment in yourself. And I think there's no better investment than in yourself. But uh, it, it's really up to you. You know, um, if you follow the, the main format of what I just laid out, is the information out there? Can you do it? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, that's the way I did it. Yeah, built everything out from a lot of research, but it took me a couple of months to do that. And so it also comes down to, you know, the value that you place on your time and, and what you can do. So the main thing is, is that um, whatever way it's going to be, whether you research everything organically or you look into investing in a course or something like that, I mean, there's... I just think that one, you just got to got to get going, you know, and if you have more than one year left in your real estate or mortgage career uh, or your small business in general, uh, I think you owe it to yourself to, you know, to to invest into video marketing. You know, it's 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 the best way to scale yourself and, uh, you know, really, really provide you opportunity of business that. I just don't think any one individual can can really can really generate. I mean, yes, are, there's some master networkers and referral people out there, but I also believe they they hit a cap. You know, you can only hit a cap so much on your own efforts. I mean, it's just it's just reality. And video is something that is working for us consistently. You know, um, and it allows us to scale. And to provide support and and a life to so many other team members as well. So it's not just us. You know, uh, we're able to support a, a team, and and they've made significant incomes as well. And that's what we love about it. And um, and because of that, the you know the video just outlives any of my efforts. I mean, it just it compounds so much and it's a great opportunity to do something once and let it work for you over and over and over again which is why we love the term passive prospecting you know everybody loves the concept and the idea of passive income but again it takes work to build up that income stream to get to passive income and then of course is it truly passive um, you, there's probably still some maintenance and things you got to do on the back end but otherwise uh, yeah, you can get to a passive income, but think about prospecting. You know, if you want to keep business coming in consistently um, so that you're not directly involved in it, that's where you put in the work up front to make the videos. And when you make those videos, then they go to work for you. 
And that's what I love the most about passive prospecting is because I've been in sales for 20 plus years, love sales, hated prospecting. <laughs> and I felt like I had prospected 90% of my time. I was always out hustling. You know, it was the reason that I had to make phone calls all day or, you know, go out and meet people or, you know, email campaigns, you know, had to do it every single week. Uh, just because I had to, had to continually prospect to generate those appointments. And that was just something in my move into real estate, I just made that commitment to myself, which was to figure out a way to, to scale myself this time, <laughs> to not get caught up in just my individual efforts 100%. So that's, the, that's what I think is really comes into um, the power of of passive prospecting through video and and uh, I think it just will absolutely change your business so let me see I'm gonna uh, check the chat real quick Chrissy is there anything you would like to add to that if you're no, there I think that was perfectly said I mean ultimately it comes down to you know those those different items doing the research and being consistent and I think if you can do a lot of those things a lot of those simple things and those simple habits that you have are really the key to having success. And I think a lot of people think that it's these big strides that people take at the very beginning that really gives them that momentum. But it's typically the people who are doing that steady progress all of the time and not the people who make this gigantic effort at the beginning and then, you know, just kind of fall off the map after a month or two. You know, if you don't see something happen immediately on your channel, a lot of times that discourages people. And I've had the excuse, well, I didn't really get that much traction on my first three videos, so I decided that I don't want to do the videos anymore. And that's not enough time to give you a real good read on what's going to be successful for your channel. So that consistency, just that, you know, can-do attitude for knowing that this is a long-term strategy is going to help you and that's really a key it's just having that grit to keep moving forward even when you don't see that movement immediately that those are the people that are successful not the people who make giant strikes at the beginning it's the small steps along the way that keep you consistent that keep you you know from falling falling off the map with your channel yep Let me see. I didn't. Uh, I don't think I really saw anything. I saw a couple of. I've got a couple of spammers in there, but uh, other than that, <laughs> um, well, as Eric says, where do I send a YouTube banner for review? I think he's probably talking about you know Eric Cunningham, Chrissy. I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah, you're probably talking about our channel reviews. Uh, you can do that in the Facebook group in the actual event uh, for the live event. Uh, you, if you go to events within the Facebook group. In that thread, you can go ahead and submit anything that you would like us to review for you. Yep. And we'll be doing that uh, tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Hello from Cumming, Georgia. Hey, Sherry. How are you? Um, Connie. Yes, Connie Campbell. Good to see you. Chris. Hello to you as well. William, Vanessa, Rue, Mary, Rob. Uh, good to see you all. So I don't see any questions in there today. So uh, I'm actually... Uh, traveling, traveling back to Dallas today. Spent the weekend in San Antonio just to get out of town a little bit. Uh, caught the Spurs game last night. They won, boy, they were up uh, 20 something points, and then it came down to literally like the last second. And then they barely won by, uh, uh, well, they the uh, Jazz came within three, within three points. Uh, is that your team, Chrissy? Is that your old basketball team, the Utah Jazz? Yeah, I mean, the Utah Jazz, I kind of gave up on them when they. <laughs> lost to the Bulls years and years ago. I just, my heart never recovered. So I don't really keep up with the basketball over there. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's funny is because you know you're, everyone's like, why is the why is why are they called the Jazz in Utah? I don't yeah. I don't believe there's a, a huge jazz present in Utah, yeah. but I believe that they were the it was the old New Orleans team. Correct. A- and uh they they moved the franchise to Utah and just kept the name jazz. Yep. <laughs> and yep. Uh, it doesn't make any sense at yeah. all. <laughs> oh, I know and their uniforms last night were like just straight fluorescent yellow and black. I thought they were They've pretty... always kind of had weird colors for me. I remember it, it was it was purple and yellow back when I really followed them. Uh, but yeah, they're definitely more New Orleans. Well, that's well, purple and everything. gold. Yeah, purple and gold is Mardi Gras colors. So exactly. The yeah, U- it definitely <laughs> does not fit in with the Utah vibe. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it was a great game. Uh, we pretty much had uh, floor seats, uh, which was awesome. And they, uh, but the Spurs, yeah, they were up. It was just, it's amazing. We were sitting right behind the Jazz bench. Uh, it was funny. The players. Uh, the players were they were literally like stand right in front of us to were stretching out doing rubber bands and stuff and uh fun fact you know i've started my my uh, sneaker collection lately and it's funny like almost every single player you know had a different pair of sneakers but i had pretty much every single <laughs> one of those pairs uh just in different colors so it was funny because we were uh we're like oh those are my shoes but in this color oh I have, i've got those shoes but in a different color so uh, kind of having fun with that, but anyways, yeah, got to hang out, spend the spend some time in San Antonio, and uh, get out of town for a little bit. So we're about to head back. So, anything else uh, you want to throw in there, Chrissy? Or no, I think that that's great. We're heading into a great new year, and there's some big opportunities coming, especially at the beginning of the year. So if you haven't made a plan for getting started on YouTube or getting more consistent on YouTube, now is the time to do it because I have a feeling that the beginning of next year is going to be a great a great thing for a lot of people who decide to get consistent yeah absolutely consistent yeah absolutely all right well y'all have a great day and we'll uh, see you next week thank you for joining us on today's podcast if you're interested in partnering with us to access our youtube course and coaching all for free schedule a call at five star strategy call.com